Hello and welcome to The Daily Bread, where we're coming at you after a major hiatus, but we're back. We're back in action, and today we're going to be doing a little movie review for Thor Love and Thunder. So me and my hermano here, we saw this the other day, and I guess we'll dive right on into things. I guess first off, let's just do... Let's just give it a score now. Then we'll talk through it. Like no spoilers. So should we we'll just, just do a straight up score? Score at the beginning, and then we can talk through it, and we can give it a revised score at the end if we want to. So if we're going, are we going general score across like any movies? Are we going for Marvel? What are we doing? Uh, just any movie. Give it a score out of ten, all movies, and then we can, I guess, rank it. One, we're talking about it later on, you know, post starting to spoil stuff. We can we can put it into context of the other other Thor movies or other Marvel movies. But just in general, what would you give it for a, a score out of 10? Just I'd probably give it a straight, a straight up, up a 7 because I gave, uh, if y'all didn't already see it, uh, Jordan Peele's Nope was a disaster. I'd say Nope to that movie. Solid 5 <laughs> out of 10. You did give that a five? Oh, nope was way. I I I thought Thorlow and Thunder were disappointing for the hype because I was like, oh man, I got Christian Bale. You got you got uh, my boy Chris Hemsworth, Taika again. I love Ragnarok, but not give it a solid seven, and I'd give Nope a five. I have no desire to go see Nope again. Really, no desire. I'd watch Thorlow and Thunder again. So you give it a seven. I'm gonna go with like a six point six point two. Point two. I thought it was pretty dog ones compared to Ragnarok. I loved Ragnarok. That makes and sense. This one was just, like you said, major disappointment. Even though it was like a lot of the same cast, I get. Well, I take that back. It was a lot, not a lot of the same cast because Hulk wasn't in it and Loki wasn't in it. And the, Loki was really what carried Ragnarok. Like the dynamic between yeah. Thor and, and Loki was what made Ragnarok so two, great. Two brothers. Two brothers. Exactly. Well, you know what my biggest strike with uh, Thor Love and Thunder was? I thought it was good up until the point of, like, after the whole battle on New Asgard. And then as soon after that, so from them going to Omnipotent... What's, uh, what's New Asgard? Uh, Asgard on Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought it would be the only good part. Well, I honestly thought the only good parts were the very beginning scene... I thought that was good. Getting into spoiler territory here, but this is literally the opening scene. Um, but uh, when he kills that the first god guy, when uh, Christian Bale kills that first god guy and gets the sword, if y'all haven't I thought seen, thought that the was yeah. Movie starts off with you know guy walks through the desert. Newsflash: It's Christian Bale. Newsflash: Christian Bale. Yeah. He's thirsty. Um, but anyways, yeah, he's going through the desert, a little bit thirsty, a little hungry. And, you know, those desert vibes, they'll get to you. But, yeah, he pulls up on this oasis. And what do you know? This god named Rafu's up in there eating fruit Wait, with a bunch of flower name? people. Rafu. Rafu? Who's... Rafu. Is Rafu or Rafu? How do you even well, know that? Because I, had, say it? I was re-watching it today to get a better. I, I was, I was, I was updating the rewatch. Yeah. I think it's Rafu, and it's the sun god. And... 
Okay, I'm not gonna lie, dude. The CGI was terrible for terrible. that guy. Terrible. I don't know why they even did CGI let's, too. Let's, let's do on a little bit tangent. Marvel CGI people has gone down. Terrible. It's gone do downhill big time. Yeah, that dude CGI was off. But what's kind of weird was like all the effects around the hammer and stuff were pretty good. Were good. I thought I so. And like the lightning. They're uh, what's it called? The motion mo capture effects have been terrible recently. Oh, is that what it was? I must the have been. Cap? It must have been mocap. Whatever it was, it was terrible. But it, and what was really bizarre to me was it was completely unnecessary as well. Well, like, for that guy? they could have just made that guy a human size. Yeah, there was no need at a, all. You got a There's guy no Chris need Hemsworth at all size. to make him larger. Yeah, if you got a guy Chris Hemsworth size to play God, why can't you just use just some dude? It, but it didn't even like add to the story. No, it no, was you, not necessary at all, and it just looked what, jarring. Like the way he moved around, that guy yeah. moved around for the five seconds he was on the screen yeah, before exactly. he got absolutely murked. He looked ridiculous. It, it looked so jarring and stuttery, and it just looked bizarre. Like, it was a good origin story, but yeah, the actual effects were. Eh, yeah, yeah, no, the or that's what I was saying. Like that was one of the only parts of the movie where I was like, "Oh, this is kind of kind of good." Was the origin story because it, it it had some weight to it, so and that kind of moves on to my next my next yeah. major criticism the whole movie just had nothing going on for it in terms of stakes it had like, no there's stakes. no there's no weight going on and the kind of like the further thing compounded off of that is like there wasn't really much of a plot going on either it just seemed so scattered i don't know it was marvel's uh just marvel's way of saying hey we're gonna do a thor movie because we know everyone likes thor and no one likes these new marvel characters so what we're going to do is we're going to introduce a whole new set of characters in a movie while also trying to get Christian Bale a big name into the movie without developing any of the characters. Yeah, That's the, there's, the there's zero development going on. And it's a shame, too, because Gore seemed like a cool villain. Cool. He was cool. He's my, he, he was, was cool. And his design was cool, too. And, like that uh, makeup or whatever. Thanos. He's, my, he's been my favorite. He was, he was going to be so cool. And even the scenes he was in, they, he was all right, but... Classic Marvel, make every goddamn line or every next uh, line a joke. Yeah, um, that was the that uh, was the main problem. Everything was just forced humor. Everything forced jokes. was just forced jokes, and there weren't good jokes. No. And the, it, it didn't work into the story at all, either. It just took away. It was kind of like adjacent to the story. It would take you out of the story, even though there wasn't much of a story going on. But it was just so all the humor now is so forced. It was like basically they they realized, oh, people like Guardians of the Galaxy and people like Thor Ragnarok, they liked that lighthearted comedy. Cause at that time, like all the other Marvel movies up until that point had been pretty serious in tone. And so those were like a good change up and people were like, Oh, we like this. But they Disney really freaking ran that train into the ground. It's just every single line is a joke. Or a setup, a setup for a punchline for a crappy joke. The only, the best part of the entire movie and the best joke in the entire movie was when uh, he he runs back into Jane and they're talking. He asks her, "Do you still rollerblade?" And she's like, "Ah, oh, no, I gave that up a long time ago." And she's like, "How about you?" And he goes, "Once you blade, you never fade." That was the best that, part. That was, that was the best that was part. Probably improv. See, like that. Yeah, that probably was improv. That's that's the thing that was, that was probably them just joshing around on the set too. When writers make the jokes, it's not as good. 
when people do improv, like I'm assuming in Guardians of the Galaxy and especially Ragnarok, you got to let the actors just run with what they they feel in that scene. And it did not feel that way. Yeah. I like um, Natalie Portman a lot, but she's not a good off-the-cuff funny. Like she can't compete. Like uh, I think um, she's just not really a comedic actor. Um, Hiddleston really. is the one who plays Loki, right? He yeah, was able to work Hiddleston. off Chris Hemsworth well, and he was able to work off Tom Hiddleston well. Yeah, they were, there, they there were was not that... Bad. There's definitely not that chemistry in this movie. Uh, not there. And it was clearly a forced way of saying, like, oh, we want to bring Jane Foster back into the Marvel Universe and kill her off at the same time. Because, spoiler, guys, she has cancer and dies at it, because that makes sense. No, I thought that was actually the other good part of the movie. Well, was that cancer? Well, I mean, no, I think they wasted the opportunity to have a serious tone to the movie. Like, they should have leaned more into that and made it more serious on that side of it, but also like left a little bit of room for jokes. But I think it would have been good if they leaned more into the serious side of that. Cause that kind of like hits home and cause so many people, you know, either have cancer or know somebody who has cancer. So that's a relatable story. Like they could relate to the audience on that front through cancer because it's such a a prominent disease and a lot of people just have that experience of their life of dealing with it themselves or knowing somebody dealing with it you know battling cancer so they could have they could have turned that into a really good theme of the movie but it was just completely wasted it was just kind of like by the wayside but i will say i do i do appreciate and i do think they did a good job in the very end like the Honestly, the two best parts of the movie was the very beginning and the very end. Like the end, at least they stuck stuck with it, and she actually died. There was no, there's no, you know, ass pull where she came back to life magically somehow. Like there's actually some, like love brought her back. Some loss yes. going on because it would have been so dumb if they just like you know, oh allowed her to live magically have her come back from the dead. Yes, I agree. So let's break this movie up into three sections. So the beginning where it's gore. Yeah, you can kind of split it up into three parts. But the beginning part is my favorite. The middle part is by far my least favorite. Yeah. And then the, the middle part, would you say that's like that's from that when from after that battle that you're talking about yeah. in New but Asgard? Middle part is from it's like one, from that battle maybe to yeah. when they go to like the place where yeah, all the color yeah, disappears. Okay, so oh, we're talking about so let's just so first first part is introducing Gore, his origin, and then the Gardens of the Galaxy scenes where Thor realizes that Gore is a god butchering people, introduces that he goes back to Asgard, meets Jane, and then I think as soon as there, so from there until what would you say when he gets like the lightning bolt, and then they go to that black planet or the planet. I'd say like once they finish like, riding on that ship. To the yeah, planet but, where all the, the color, color disappears, yeah. I'd, I'd say that's say, like the uh, middle third, and then Liam, the final third's like the end. Liam told me that about that scene. That scene was cool. The where they're on that that colorless planet. That was a good. Oh point. yeah, that was that was awesome. That was that was sweet. I liked that a lot. Um, see, that's what I wanted more of. I wanted more gore fight scenes, fighting other gods. That would have been badass. And yeah, that, that, that's another huge thing. He's yeah. like, everybody's like, oh yeah, he's the god butcher, but you only see him kill one person. Yeah. And in the first one, it's not even like he just stabs the dude in the neck. Yeah, that's it. And then everybody's like, there's, oh, there's nothing, there's no dogs. development from yeah. that point. 
to ever on. Like, and honestly, you don't even see him again until the very end. No, it's very brief. It's you see him. The only time you see him is like for the thirty seconds on the the when he kidnaps the kids. It's you see him like very beginning when he fights Thor for like maybe a minute in New Asgard. Then he abducts the kids, which I agree with you. The kids were they, they were un, they were the way they used him was stupid. Uh, yeah. I understood. I understood the whole uh, Heimdall's son thing to see him, but like the kids yeah, were. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of clever. It was, it was dumb jokes. It was the kids could have been better utilized, and then they use them at the end for the fight scene, which made the fight scene just not cool. And and with the kids too, it never felt like they were at risk either. Never. No, no. you never felt like oh man, like Gore could kill these people. No. It literally felt like he just captured them for the fun of it. For the fun, and, and to and give it was because they kept on going back to the jokes and the forced humor exactly. too. There's just no stakes going on throughout right. the whole movie. It just didn't feel like there was any weight or gravity to the situation. Like in Ragnarok, where you you know, like you think either Loki's gonna die or Asgard's gonna kill, and Hela's killing off all of Thor's friends. Like there's yeah. stakes there. Oh yeah, right from the beginning. Yeah, she's killing everyone, and their dad dies. Right, and their dad dies. Yeah. yeah. That one was good. Um, there's, there's way more at way more gravity to the situation think, there, but like, it was still lighthearted in yeah. in between, you know. Yeah, and that's what they they really missed on here. They were just really trying to recapture the vibe of Ragnarok, but uh, Ragnarok worked so well because it had the serious backbone yeah. and the serious plot to it. And that's what I was saying about the whole Natalie Portman. With Jane, like, having cancer, like, that could have been that serious backbone to the story. Yeah. But they just kind of, that was just, like, mentioned, and then it not, not really addressed again. Well, the thing is, like you were saying, uh, that is the one undertone. Um, I think it would have been a lot more of a gritty movie, like we said, if Gore was, like, there's a lot more scenes where he's killing off gods, and people are trying to save him, and maybe, like, Valkyrie or something dies, or something like that. But like you said, there's no stakes. Um, you don't even get the, the the fight scenes are few, too few in my opinion, considering it, they could have had a lot more cool scenes than that. They used a bunch of CGI monsters instead, which I wasn't a too huge fan of. Um, there was very little of gore actually fighting, yeah, and a lot yeah. of those like black doing his work for snake looking like Demon tentacle monsters. Yeah. Monsters, yeah. And then there's no explanation of the Necrosword. They just say it can kill gods. There's very little explain. Like it didn't look very cool either. It w- it could have been cool. It just I, looked I, like a it looked like Aragorn's sword. I like really. Aragorn's looked, sword, though, so I don't mind. I do too, but it kind of looked out of place given like yeah. Marvel. I don't know. It seemed but, more uh, medieval medieval fantasy as opposed to superhero looking. Yeah. But that's that's a nitpick on my end. Or thing. Bro, character is stupid. I gotta give him his his dues though. Like you said, he did a great Greek accent. Give him Who, give Russell Crowe. Oh yeah, Zeus. Yeah, that was bad too. Zeus was dumb. But Zeus, that whole I, I, honestly, I hated that whole entire scene where they went to that god place. Oh yeah, number dumb. one. Okay, you're telling me that all the gods in the entire universe are a bunch of total sneeches? I know. And they're just that's what I was they're saying. Just sitting there waiting to get murked. Like, come on. Also, that was so like, dumb. They're all a bunch of wussies. Way, way to introduce that, like now in the Marvel universe, like that, like they wouldn't have utilized those back in the day when they were fighting other big guys. Oh no, we only go oh, yeah. to them now. 
Yeah. But yeah, I get that somewhat. Um, it was just the, the whole scene where they tried to make it funny, where it's like all Zeus talks about is this orgy they're going to have, this orgy, orgy. It's like that was a total no. miss. Total miss. Total um, miss. I don't know who that writer is, but they should get canned. Man. The you entire scene was just like tried to set up and revolve around a series of jokes that did not. You know what? That, you know what? All. I realized though that whole God's thing was uh, new character, like uh, a whole new line of Marvel characters. Like now Hercules is going to be in it. Zeus is probably going to be in it now. They're just going to sell a bunch of new movies that are going to be crap. Yeah, but the thing is, they just introduced char more characters that nobody cares about. That nobody cares, even though I love that actor for Hercules. That dude's great. Roy Kent. Oh, yeah, 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 from uh, uh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, good guy. Yeah. But it's just like, I, I've, I've had no interest in any of the Marvel movies except for this one, which is why I was really disappointed. And Spider-Man uh, was No Way Home, which was good since end, uh, Endgame. I, Eternals was terrible. Doctor Strange was terrible. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones that have come out. All these shows have been terrible. Sorry, yeah, all Mark, the shows have been, been terrible. terrible. Um, and it's just like the expectations of that core cast that made good Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Chris Hemsworth. Um, who else was? Who else is in there? Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Chris Evans. Chris, uh, what? No. What's uh? What's the one who plays Hawkeye? Oh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner with that Hawkeye show, maybe the worst of them all. Oh, yeah. Jeremy Renner. The shows have been terrible. Well, I have only seen. You don't need to I've see only more seen than twenty minutes. Loki, of it, you know, which was dog buns, and then I saw. I you know, see the Captain Park. America one yet, or no? No. That was the only one where it's like the story wasn't that great, but at least they had cool combat scenes. So I'll, I'll, I'll cut it some slack. Um, but that was still what. None of them have been good. I swear to God, if they try to make a Thor show instead of making a movie next, that poor Hemsworth, I know he's going to oh, get his yeah. back. Didn't you tell me that, like, at, at the end, when yeah. it says, like, Thor will return he's in the post-credits yeah. or whatever? He's, when you he said that he didn't know about no. that? He thought So he thought he must have thought this was going to be the last yeah. I think he Thor was, movie. He was under the assumption this was the last one. So, according to him, at the premiere, like, the Red Car premiere, when he saw that, he just looked at, like, Taika, he's like, uh, what? <laughs> Yeah, so he was pretty confused. I mean, I don't think he's going to be confused me? when he gets those zeros in his paycheck behind him. Yeah, he's not going to be confused yeah. by that extra twenty million. That. In the yeah. bank probably, probably even more than twenty million. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So probably right. He's going to have a multi-movie deal. He'll probably do like okay, that one. Um, it's just I, sad. They're milking everything to death. I just don't understand who's still watching these and like genuinely thinking, "Wow, this is incredible." She really pissed me off though. Is that they gave more screen time to Guardians of the Galaxy, which they could have just blipped in, like, oh yeah, he was with them, and then he he ventured off instead of giving it to like Gore and other main characters. They wasted a good like twenty minutes to just have them in there just to say like, oh, we had the Guardians of the Galaxy in this movie. It's a uh, multiple Marvel characters are in there. Yeah, and as much as I loved the design of those bird-looking enemies. Oh, my those God. Those Nomu-looking enemies. That was hilarious. Those things were hilarious. I, I loved those, but it was completely unnecessary. Oh, unnecessary, but it was just so... It was ridiculous enough where it was funny, because, like, you jump kicking bikes and stuff. Next to the rollerblade yeah, that, joke, was that was the best part of the movie. Yes. But I agree. Definitely. Those bird-looking enemies were hilarious. Honestly, it, it, you could have had a whole separate movie of just Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy in the Bird War, the Great Bird War. 
It was like the Great Emu War. I would have rather this movie been broken up into two parts, which they never do for any movies, which is a shame. And it been like Thor actually been a more serious character. Like him yeah. really murdering the shit out of people, killing a bunch of people at Asgard, really killing Jane, not like, oh, she dies of cancer, like literally like cutting her to pieces kind of stuff. I want some more grittiness again. I, that's why I like Thanos so much in, in Infinity War. Where he just chokes Loki out first scene. Like, damn, bro. Rip your heart out kind of stuff. That's yeah, that's completely gone and is never coming back. Because Disney has gone. They have to cast the widest net possible. Yeah. So it's got to be G-rated. So Every, you can have you can bring your five-year-old to the yeah. theater, too. And they can take that $15 movie yeah. ticket. Exactly. It's such a shame it is because a- it, honestly, all the problems kind of like, I feel like Thor love and thunder is kind of representative of all the problems going on well, in this current post end game, because it, the main thing being, there's just nothing at stake anymore. There's no weight to any of the situations. Everything is just a joke. There's everyone. Nobody's taken seriously. Like Thor, uh, I think it was the best thing that happened to Thor was that he went away from being serious and had like the humorous side to him. But at the end of the day, it's Thor. He's like probably one of the most powerful characters, right? And you, you would not be able to tell anymore because they just completely nerfed him. They nerfed. Well, they just, it's just like they've nerfed everybody. There's no more combat is like limited now. Now it's just like a bunch. It's not even part of the movie. It's it's just like added on to the movie as part of the driving force of the movie. It's for CGI effects. It's all it's for. Like Iron Man 1. Think about how serious that movie was. Like in the beginning, he gets abducted by terrorists and stuff, and a bunch of people are dying and this and that. But now it's just like you said, it's divulging a bunch of corny jokes, throwing kids in there so it can be G rated. And just like making it a happy story that like no, it, it's the writing is very good. It's like the writing is so lackluster. There's nothing good about it. There's no there's no stakes, uh, and you just feel like it's it's like every other kind of stupid comedy corny movie where you're spending. And I would ne- I'm so glad I didn't spend money to go see this. Is oh, in the theaters, yeah, I would have been I would have been uh, mad if I had paid to see it in theaters. That's it's a shame we, I didn't see Top Gun. I would have liked to talk about that movie with you because you said that's the best movie you've seen in a while. Yeah. Top Gun was definitely the best movie I've seen in the past couple of years. I was, uh, it's, I know it's a little uh, bit of a, we're going on a tangent here, but how was, you said you saw Spiderhead with Hemsworth. How was that? No, I haven't seen that. But you didn't see that one? The one, the Netflix one? Spiderhead? I thought that's the one where he's like, it's him and it's uh, Miles Teller and he like injects him. Nah, I didn't see that. Oh, I maybe didn't. Liam saw that. Because I was just curious how his. I love Chris Hemsworth. I'm not gonna hold him against. He's still great. That's that the writing. He, and he, he carried back. the movie. Yeah, he carried. He carried it. It's a real shame. I love Christian Bale, but and they and I, when they said they were casting him as the bad guy, I was like, holy shit, this is gonna be so awesome. Yeah. And it, it, the, the movie just had a ton of star power and a terrible terrible script okay and another thing i'm gonna knock taika ytv because korg too korg was they ruined korg he he can't be a main character you're right you're not he was best when he had like three lines lines. okay third best part of the movie third best part of the movie right here the return of meek for the five seconds that he's drawn on the whiteboard that was the third best part of the movie but that's what korg should have been korg should have been the same role as ragnarok they tried it, it was Practical. way too, way too many lines for him. 
Yeah, it was super disappointing. Another huge miss that I forgot to mention earlier, the goats. The goat gag that went on throughout the whole movie with the screaming goats was so stupid. It was funny once. That was it. But they had to shoehorn it in there another five times throughout the movie. Yes, the goats. They could have been so much better if they, they actually made them talk. Instead of yeah, just making that, the stupid that's, I didn't even think of it. That, that would have been great. They could have been like the new Korg and Meek. The goats Korg, could have been. Korg was perfect, as you said, in Ragnarok. Because he was like, yeah. oh, hey, I'm Korg. This is yeah. me. And this he did me. like three lines. And then he just fights in this. And Meek was perfect for this movie because he does the writing on the board. And he's like, Meek. You yeah, Meek, Meek, Meek did what Meek, Meek did in Ragnarok, oh, yeah, which was just exactly. being this Meek. wacky <laughs> little side yes, character. Exactly. I think it all stems from one. I think Marvel is rushing all their projects because they just want to get movies out and make their money quick. Because they realize that they can literally put out human garbage and all their diehard Marvel fans will go pay money to see it regardless. Disney Plus is allowing them to just throw it on streaming services so they don't have to have it in movie theaters and think bank on making it in movies for that long. So now they have that as a backup. And it's just disappointing. It's so disappointing. Yeah, it's a it's a real shame. Disney has destroyed two beloved franchises destroyed in a matter of like two years, and now they've absolutely ruined uh, any. Well, I wasn't I wasn't hyped. I even said after Endgame, like all these other ones are gonna be terrible, but this was the one that me and you talked about. Where like this is the only one that will be the last case for. When I saw the trailers come out, I was excited because Ragnarok was probably in oh. my top five oh, for yeah, the. Yeah. Iron Man, right? Yeah. My favorite's Iron Man. Infinity War, Endgame, and, yeah, and Guardians of the uh, Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, and even like the Captain Americas were better than. And I like Captain America, so I'm not trash on Captain America, but it's like, it's. I don't know. Every single of the like movies before Endgame was yeah. better than this one. Yes. Um, except for maybe Thor: Dark World. Dark World wasn't... It, you're right. It was probably as good, if not a little worse, than the first Thor. Um, I thought it was worse than the first yes, Thor. Yes, it was. Overall, you're, you're right. It was worse than the first Thor. Because Loki was a better bad guy. Loki. Yeah, Loki was a better bad guy. And also, like, even though Chris Hemsworth didn't really find his... Str- well, it, no, it, wasn't, it his, wasn't his fault. It was they, the writing for that. Like, he was much more... Thor was, like, much more serious. But also you see kind of like the character progression of Thor from going from like this angry kind of like young kid god who doesn't really know what's going on to like basically getting his ass handed to him and growing up after Thor 1, you know? Like losing his powers was like a a uh, a growing moment. You know, now that and you it was necessary it. for him to evolve as a I character. To put the ones that you're right that I only find worse than this one. Before Ant Man Two, Ant Man Two, Iron Man Three, Iron Man Three, yeah, Iron Man Three A was was terrible. Like you said, Thor Dark World, which I actually don't know if it was that much worse. To be no, honest, no, I honestly I take that back. Uh, I think this one was worse than Thor Dark World. Worse than Thor Dark World. All I think it's I think it's worse than Thor Dark World. It's not worse than Iron Man Three though. No, Iron Man Three was I think Iron Man Three was terrible. So bad. Um. All the Captain Americas I like more. Yep, same. Ant-Man 2, you're right. I'd watch Ant-Man 2 is probably the worst. Uh, Ant-Man 2 and Iron Man 3 might be tied for the 
I no, never watched no. Black Widow, so I can't. But I can't imagine it's worse than oh, that. Oh, I didn't see that either. I have to. I, well, that wasn't before Endgame. Oh no, it is before. Endgame. No, 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 no. It came out after Endgame. You're right. So, but it takes place before because she's alive. Exactly. Um, what else is there? I think that's it. Oh, Avengers Two wasn't good, but it was still way better than this. Yes. Yeah, I'd see Avengers Two over this again. I was gonna say Doctor uh, Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange is better than this too. I like Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange is good. Doctor Strange is one of those movies where I saw it the first time. I was like, I'm not a fan of this, and then I watched it again. I was like, it actually was better the second time through. Like you said, nothing got accomplished in the movie. It's not like three separate movies, or like yeah. three, or three, like four separate movies. So it's within a movie. It would just yeah. It was so disjointed. Couldn't there was uh, nothing going on unless they made they like. They didn't pinpoint his name and his character. You wouldn't even think that Gore was the main bad guy. You'd honestly think Zeus huh. is more of a bad guy. Yeah, pretty much. He kills him like with more passion than uh, he doesn't even kill Gore. No, Gore just Gore dies. just dies of like the. And also, to be honest, they really made Eternity look like it's not that powerful thing. It was like the most, other than the Infinity Gauntlet, it's like the most powerful thing that's ever been in the. Oh MCU. yeah. Anything. And it's kind of, it's totally brushed off to the side. Oh it's like God. it's Never literally mind. there for like half a second. They're like, oh yeah, there's this place called Eternity where if you go there, you can literally wish for anything. It's basically like the Infinity Gauntlet. It's basically having an Infinity Gauntlet. It's the Infinity Gauntlet, but you, you don't have to get six pieces. You just have to you know drive your spaceship boat there. Your hand like it does to poor or Thanos. Yeah, if Thanos knew about this, I guarantee you, it went this path instead. Really, you know what? I'm taking it down from six point two. It's gonna go to a flat six. Flat six. Flat six. I think if it didn't have that, the first. I mean, I liked. I liked the early scene. I loved the chicken fight scene with with those chickens in the garden. Those chicken yeah. man, yeah. Hilarious. Just so that, that was that was okay. Like, you know what the movie should have been? The movie should have been. Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy just going around doing side qu- funny side quests. That would have been an incredible movie. They should have done it. They should have done two parts. That would have been really good. And then in the meantime, Gore's going off, becoming the God Butcher, getting like... And then he comes back. That would have been great. He absolutely slays all the gods. And then Thor comes back, and he's like, what just happened here? And that's the next movie. Like, that would be crazy if he had... If, so basically him and the Guardians of the Galaxy are going around doing fun missions or whatever, taking on the bird army. Like you said, Gore comes through, slaughters everybody. Then Thor comes back to that god place, sees Gore like killing off the last of the gods, and then they have a fight. Thor loses, the movie ends, and then there's part two, which is him like, getting his revenge. You're right. He's off shirking his responsibilities, and then like he's for some reason he says like, "Oh, I gotta go to like here to omnipotence to see this." All the gods except for like Zeus are just wiped out dead, and he's like, "Who the hell did this?" And then he's like, "Oh, Gore the God Butcher." And then you see this final scene where it's like Gore is off like trying to figure out like you know his whole plan, finds out about eternity, and then the next movie is about like him trying to he runs into Thor. Kicks his ass, takes his thing, and then, you know, he goes through this whole thing about finding himself, and then at the end, they have this badass fight, and he kills him. But no. They decide to throw it out the window and do but all... But no. Screaming goats for half the movie. Let's try to shove three cancer. Uh, there's this guy, this, this god butcher, who you don't even get to see him butcher all these gods, but he does it. And let's introduce Zeus into the movie. Oh. 
too much too much man major major disappointment thank god we didn't do, see multiverse of magic should have hired us to write the story it, they, well they probably we just wrote we just wrote a better story I we just they, wrote them two movies i bet they're like hey taika you gotta write a movie in like a month here you go have fun because I can't imagine he think I think he he even like uh, if you look at his interview he's like literally shit talking about how it's not even as good as Ragnarok. Yeah, I bet his hands were tied. Yeah, uh, well, I, I mean, if they paid him, so he's like, okay, I'm gonna put this out, and like it's not. Oh yeah, I'm saying his I'm saying his hands were tied in the sense that the original script he showed, and they're like, uh uh-uh, uh, this ain't gonna fly. We can't this this and, ain't a G rating. Yeah, exactly. This ain't PG. Yeah, exactly. We got to dumb this down. That's the biggest problem with Disney in general is that they have all these people, these higher-ups who aren't involved in the the movie-making process. Like, they don't know how to make a movie, but they're the ones calling the shots on whether something makes or doesn't make the script. And every single time, it's just dumbing down the, the script. So it casts a wider net and that the audience is a larger size so that more people can go see it. They're not trying to make good entertainment now. They're trying to make money. Oh, they're just trying to make uh, things that will make quick money so they don't have, they can just keep on putting out a bunch of movies that will make money because they know people buy it. And they're now they just want to make memorabilia, as in the goats and probably some other stupid stuff that will sell as toys. And kids can buy some memorabilia. It's a shame. What's dumb is that they're shooting themselves in the... Well, probably not, because there's a bunch of brainless zombies out there. A bunch of smooth brains going to these movies and buying the tickets, and they're coming out, and they're saying, oh, this is a a great movie. Remember how we made fun of IGN about how the reviews of some of these shows? Oh, it's great, fantastic show. I was scrolling through IGN there. They're writing, given this new She-Hulk show, eight. I'm like, there's no way this show could ever be good. Not even close. I'm so sorry. If you have a show that's based around, uh, what's his name? Oh, what's the guy who plays Hulk? Oh, what's his name? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, but instead it's about like his sidekick cousin becoming a Hulk. That has got to be the most cancerous show ever. All the review sites, bro, have been compromised. They've been compromised because it's... it's the- They've been compromised for the past five years. These, the people on those sites do not know what they're talking about. I think they, they just literally want anything where people are like, oh my God, they're so... They're just clickbait sites now. Yeah. It's such so sad. Remember back in the day when we used to get Game Informer magazine? You remember that? Game oh, Informer? Nice. When we got the subscription and we... Yeah, get- you had to like sign up at Game, GameSpot or GameStop. The Gears of Wars one. That was... Oh, we, man. We that, was a, that was a proper game... Yeah. Exactly. Magazine right hey, there. Hey, and you got you got the real deal reviews. Like that was when it was written by gamers for gamers. Now it's just everything is clickbaity. You wouldn't believe that thing that happened in this episode of She-Hulk. You wouldn't believe that plot twist. I hate, absolutely hate how they phrase things. It's and it's a shame. They The reviewers on there are... St- extremely biased towards whatever they're probably getting paid off who knows Number and two, it, now, the reviews are just their their takes are hot garbage like yeah. it, it does it's, it does not agree with public sentiment of the movie or show or game whatsoever which is you know there's always going to be those cases where on an individual level you know you have a different take on something and you give it a different score and 
at the end of the day, it's all personal opinion. But it is kind of bizarre to me how they'll give stuff that gets absolutely panned by the public audience, and you'll see it get bad scores on IMDb and, you know, like through the public score. Yeah. And they're giving it eights and nines. Coincidence? I think not. Well, I'm going to attribute this partially to just getting older. You lose a little bit of enthusiasm. But I don't get excited about movies and video games the same way anymore because I know a lot of these are just getting pumped out instead of there being like an actual developed story or like good. The only director that I'm really ever hyped for movies is Christopher Nolan still because I know that boy's going to produce good stuff. Yep, because he's in it for creating a good movie like as opposed to making money. Yeah, he's in it for a legacy. Like to remember. Yeah, he's in it for the legacy, exactly money but like you said it's a shame now i don't even take reviews on ign i take them with grain of salt you have to find youtubers who have a good you know trustful reliable uh or just ha you have to find youtubers who have like a similar kind of taste in games to you i feel that too. absolutely i'm just saying like people who are willing to put out an unbiased opinion because you're like you yeah said, that's honestly the key thing it's so woke now it's so like oh we have to look at it has uh, this funny element of uh, what's going on in politics or political, the political climate. And it's just like, oh my God, it's such garbage. It's like, yeah, and I don't care about that at all. I don't want to see that. I just want to see a good damn movie or play a good game, you know? That's what I kind of, when you and James, because y'all are really big into watching anime and manga, it's like that anime and manga is devoid of like getting involved with current politics. It just like, it creates its own story arc and it's not altered by anything outside. Yeah, it doesn't have any outside political or social pressures going. And I think it's also just from the fact as well that most of them are already written and the shows are just made adapting it, you know? Yeah. So it has that advantage as well. But the thing is, it's completely parallel to Marvel because they're comics. Like, one's just Japanese comics and one's American comics. The source material is already there. All they have to do is adapt it. But that's the problem. Instead of just adapting it somewhat faithfully, they have to adjust things to the current political and social climate, which is that they'd be so much more, more entertaining movies and shows if they just adapted the story and left all this political crap and all this social crap out of it. Just make good all this source Content. material. They have all this source I, I know. It's already written for them. So like you said, the gore, if you look up gore in the comics, he's a total badass, number one. I didn't mind his film adaptation appearance. I think Joe's right, as in his comic book one, is much cooler alien-like and much more menacing. But they, I don't think the... The it's not necessary if you you just do like the fight scenes and you and also Christian Bale's a fantastic actor. Exactly, and they made they wasted him. It's not like you needed to have him be as huge. Like you didn't need Christian Bale to blow up and put on forty pounds of muscle because the acting is in the writing is what makes him menacing. It's not just his physical oh. size. No, his physical. They they totally butchered it. Pun intended. I think my biggest thing is the one for this movie is they. Although they had, they, they really went away. I wanted more fight scenes as opposed to a lot of talking. Oh, we're going to this area. Oh, now we can go here. Oh, the kids are taken. Now we're going to get them. Oh, we have to communicate. The dialogue was pretty trash. It was pretty garbage. Nothing got accomplished. The only thing that got accomplished was a couple of kids got abducted into a cage and they had to go back and get them. And that turned into him somehow abducting this 
weapon to go to the most powerful place in the world. And then once he gets there, he has a big change of heart and is like, I want to just see my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Also, how did he even find that place? I don't know. Isn't that supposed to be super hidden? Yeah, I, that that's the other thing. Is they that, made, that was just a they just blatant plot hole. Finding one of the most powerful things in the universe and then introducing this super powerful sword that can kill God. They brush off all of it. Like they have no background on any of any of the weapons, eternity, anything. There's nothing. Yeah, it's just kind of all pulled from thin yeah. air. Just let's just mash it all together. Well, if you can't tell we are not fans of this movie. So anyways, I'm going to downgrade it from my original score, 6.2. It's going down to a straight 6. Because I'd go lower than that, but Chris Hemsworth, I don't think he can do wrong as Thor. And he ca- he absolutely carried the movie. He's a perfect casting of him. I feel bad that he's attached to this movie. He's the man. Um, I, I, I actually, I don't, I'm not really too mad at mo- any of the actors. I'm more mad at just Marvel's agenda. I'm mar- mad at Marvel's agenda and the writers. The the script was terrible. And also they they completely underutilized all the other characters or tried to overutilize characters like Korg. Like another thing that we completely glossed over, it's just because we f- forgot about her is Valkyrie. She was a great character in Ragnarok, absolutely useless in wasted, this one. Wasted. Absolutely useless. And she was a great character in Ragnarok. And she had that same kind of vibe. Like it wasn't as good as Tom Hiddleston with Loki. Like Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston, you could tell like really just had good chemistry on the set because those two characters, like Thor and Loki just really worked well, that that vibe. Like get help in Ragnarok. But she had a kind of similar vibe in Ragnarok as well. Like, you know, a good good chemistry going on with the bouncing off of jokes and stuff. And she was just, she was relegated to like the, the D team in this, she which was, is a shame. Relegated to the mediator between him and, uh, and Jane. She's just like, uh, like an in-between, like, Oh, monitoring their, their little, their little quarrels. Yeah. And she also gets the Thunderbolt thing, which the Thunderbolt was supposed to be some awesome weapon it's absolutely useless she doesn't even get to use it she just gets her ass kicked right away oh yeah and thor uses it and it wasn't even that cool and it's a shame because they made a real big deal about it with the entrance of zeus that he's famous for it's a it's a shame yep all right so i i I downgraded it from 6.2 so it's getting a straight up six from me what how about you you keeping it at a seven are you gonna I'm gonna go to still stay at seven. Stay at seven. I, I, I have to say, it, it wasn't gar. There was a lot of scenes. That that's the thing. There were scenes I I liked. Overall, a lot of waste of time. So I'm not gonna give the majority. But like, I think I'm not gonna knock. I I I more knock it because I think there was potential for it, and it was just wasted based on this. And then the other thing is, damn dude, you look back. They have such a. They have. They got Russell Crowe in there. They got Chris Hemsworth in there. Christian Bale, Natalie Portman. Uh, this was a this was a pretty stacked movie. Stacked, high anticipation. Stacked movie. And also, okay, the last the last positive I have about the movie that I completely forgot to address the music. Oh yeah, music was good. Well. Guns and Roses and Ragnarok. It was Led Zeppelin with um, what's it called that song? Immigrant song. The Guns N' Roses with Sweet Child of Mine and Welcome to the Jungle. That was a fantastic choice. Agreed. 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 The soundtrack was good. But everything else, pretty dog buns. 
Looking I ain't going to lie. Ain't going to lie. Any closing comments? Uh, Chris Hemsworth got absolutely freaking jacked for this role. Oh, my God, yes. Absolutely massive. <laughs> Dude, his, his arms were enormous. His arms were distracting. I'm not going to lie. His he, arms were distracting. Bro, I have, he is so jacked in this movie, people. I've, you've, you've probably already seen that. Oh, my. And the advertisements. But so, so un, it looks fake. He honestly looks they look fake. His arms are like. It does look fake. Good credit to him for whatever regiment he had to do and whatever sauce he had to hit. Because my God, dude, he got so his he got so big. Yeah, he was enormous. Yeah, he made Chris Pratt look so tiny next to him. Chris Pratt was like in good shape, Chris but Pratt's he looked like he looked almost gaunt compared to. He looks small. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. I I know what I also like one more thing. I do like that he had Matt Damon and his brother in there. That's oh, yeah, how he was he basically got his entire family into the movie. Big dog status right there. Exactly. They did keep the whole like the actors, the play scenes that they had in Ragnarok using yeah. Matt Damon and his bro older brother. What which was the older brother's name? Um not Liam, that's his younger brother. Luke. Luke Luke Hemsworth. That those two that that's that was a good See, that's funny. Those two are funny. But all the forced jokes are not funny. All right. Well, I think that about wraps things up. Yep. Good good little chat. Kind of a rant about how disappointed we were with it. But you know Major what? Major rant. Once we find a good movie, we'll, we will have some things to go talk about that are nice. Oh, yeah. And there's, there's some good movies out there. But uh, not coming out of Disney. I'll tell you that. Yeah. The Mouse has an absolute stranglehold. Yeah, on really franchises does. choking him to death we need to bring mickey back because someone put him out of commission for too long we need him yeah. back in charge unfreeze walt he would let, walt would not let this shit go by <laughs> i guarantee you that oh my god what's it called um andor new star wars show which is based on rogue one characters comes out i think in like a week uh, hopefully that will be a sleeper good but i don't put a lot of stock into these disney shows i don't yeah so who knows? Maybe that could Rogue, be... Rogue One was the best Star Wars movie. I'll stand by this statement. Best Star Wars movie since the original trilogy. And the prequels, because I do was a huge fan of the prequels. But you have to admit, Rogue One is a better movie than the, any of the prequels. Yeah. The prequels well, are more fun, yes. but Rogue One is a genuinely um, good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. I think we should do we should do a review on that. Rewatch we'll rewatch that at some point this week and I want to do a review on this Andor show. Because I think if it's good because it's actors good, I want to at least have one positive thing to say about a uh, Disney Plus show. Yeah. But I have a feeling that it's the trailers are gonna look cool and they're just you're gonna start watching the show and it's gonna be forced joke after forced no. joke. There's a problem with Disney Plus when their best streaming show is Monsters at Work, the new Monsters Inc. show. The Monsters Inc. show, where you know, they, thank God they were able to recap, they were able to bring in Sully and Mike Wazowski's voice actors. But you know, when that's doing better than these big multi million dollar budget shows, that you have a big problem on your hands. Yeah, you're more attached to the story of Jake Sully and Mike Wazowski and what's his name, the new guy's name. Tyler Tusman. Tyler Tusman. I feel more attached to Tyler Tusman than I have of Pedro Pascal and his rendition of the Mandalorian. That's, that's the end of my rant. I, I, and I digress. <laughs> I think we just got ended on that. Shout out to Taylor Tusman.
Tyler Tuskman. Tyler Tuskman. Shout out to Tyler Tuskman. Tyler. Oh, my God. That was All good. Right. That was good. Adios, amigos. We'll catch you Adios. next time.